0: Welcome in to the DNBR Rams podcast presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Download the app and use the promo code DNBR when you sign up. All right, all right, all right. Uh, it's been a couple of days since we've recorded. A lot has happened. If you are a DNBR member, you've been able to read about that. Uh, we actually broke some news on the football and basketball side yesterday. But the bigger news is obviously that Isaiah Stevens broke his foot, will be out for an extended period of time. Unclear what the timetable for return is at this point. I'm going to talk about just what that means for the program this season. Then we'll get into Devin Phillips quitting the football team, and we'll wrap up with some thoughts on CSU women's basketball, who were picked third in the Mountain West preseason poll. McKenna Hofschild picked preseason all-conference. She's a baller. She is certainly worth the price of admission, and Ryan Williams added five transfers this offseason. So it's an intriguing team. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the the women's season pans out. Before we get into everything, the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. There was another terrible Thursday night game tonight between Washington and Chicago, but there's some fun games this weekend. You can you know, you know, could do one on the Chiefs' bills. Should be a ton of offense. You can actually get Kansas City at plus money in Arrowhead, which is very tempting. I mean, I know Buffalo's a machine, but just the the thoughts of getting plus money of Patrick Mahomes at home, I mean, I'm, I'm always down for that, and they've come out on top. You could do something like, you know, Chiefs money line, Travis Kelsey anytime, touchdown score, take the over on Patrick Mahomes throwing yards, and you know, boom, you're in it. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on the stepped-up same-game parlay once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, I promise not to go too long on this, but I did want to do just a little open before I talk about Isaiah Stevens and just kind of how that injury is going to impact the outlook for CSU, what it means you know, from a roster standpoint, what they're going to do. But I did just want to real quickly talk about, you know, the avalanche being back and how it's, you know, an example of patience paying off. I was just thinking about how bad they were, you know, during Jared Bednar's first season, but they believed in, in him as a coach. And, you know, they gave him some time. They were in a state of transition that first year, but, you know, look to where it's gotten them with smart decisions and patience. Clearly, having Joe Sakic, you know, the best GM in hockey's, is a big benefit. And this isn't a, a perfect, you know, comparison to CSU football. I get it, pro sports, college sports, a, a little bit different. But I mean, the the Avs had to lose some guys that were talented players, but not necessarily the right fit for the future of the team. It's just very similar, and I don't know the the, the highs they just they feel so much better when you know what it's like to be down for an extended period of time. And I just, I want that for CSU fans. I want, you know, what we've gotten to experience as Avalanche fans, those of us that are. But the reason that I bring it up is just to say that it's easy to get impatient when, you know, things aren't aren't going perfectly. But if you have the right guy, or at least you believe you do, you have to give him some time to work through you know, the issues and that's that's a process. It's a process at the beginning, and we're in that process right now, you know, for CSU football. But even, you know, from CSU basketball's perspective, they had three straight 20 plus win seasons. The hope was, you know, to break through and win the Mountain West. Or just, you know, break into the NCAA tournament. It came close a couple of times, but, you know, ultimately came up short, kind of like the Avalanche, you know, trying to get to the Stanley Cup. Eventually they got through though. Even if you have good coaching, even if you have a lot of talent, you know creating winning culture that takes time. And I know I've made this point so many times this year that I sound like a, a broken record. And so, you know, again, I'm not going to ramble on and on. I'm going to move on to talking about Isaiah Stevens, but just something to keep in perspective. All right. Um, right now it's Thursday night. About this time, 24 hours ago, I broke the news that. Isaiah Stevens broke his foot, will be out for an extended period of time. Uh, right after that, CSU, they released their press release and uh, confirmed the news. Isaiah actually had surgery today. so you know, hopefully he's doing okay. first things first, just want to say, you know, clearly, everybody in Ram Nation is you know, thinking of him. This could not have happened to a better dude, and you know my heart just breaks for him. You know how hard he works; he was due, you know, to have a big season to get all the spotlight. And this is just a, a bad break in life for him. You know, it's unfortunate. We all know that that's a part of sports. Really, in the in the Medved era, they'd been relatively fortunate when it comes to injuries, and you know, having their main guys stay healthy. But sheesh, their, their luck has really turned this offseason. First, you lose Jacob Jennison, who very likely would have been the team's starting five, heard a lot of great things about the improvement that he'd made. And, I mean, he's going to be a guy that's going to have missed, like, three years of basketball, just can't stay healthy, unfortunately. But, you know, he was expected to make a big jump this year as well. You know, heard some people say he potentially could have been, you know, like, one of the the real impact players in the conference this season. And now you lose your most experienced player, you know the leader of your team, your facilitator, and Isaiah Stevens. I mean, we're a couple weeks from the regular season now, and CSU is missing sixty percent of what you would have hoped would have been the starting lineup in April, and that includes David Roddy, who who obviously decided to leave early and enter the NBA draft, and it, it you know. It was, Clearly, the right decision for him. I mean, he was a first-round pick, and he's absolutely killing it with the Grizzlies. It's going to be a blast watching him all year, but it's definitely going to be a challenge. I mean, I have a ton of faith in this coaching staff. I just think they're tremendous, and I fully believe that they're going to optimize this lineup and you know play to their strengths. But you know, when you lose your most experienced point guard, and we'll talk about Tavy Jackson, who's probably going to be starting now. You lost your best bucket getter a year early. You lost your presumed starting five to another injury. When it rains, it pours. I guess that's just the that's just the Ram life, I suppose. Man, it's really, really unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to put a lot more pressure on John Tanjay to be that dude when you really need a bucket. I mean, clearly, this is going to create more opportunities for everybody. Jalen Lake, Isaiah Rivera, you know, Josiah Strong, the transfer, who was here over the summer but has yet to practice yet this fall because he actually got sick with mono, so we're a couple weeks from the season, you know. Talk about establishing chemistry and everything. The, the Rams are in a tough position there. Tavy Jackson is missing practice right now with COVID, so it's, it's just, again, when it rains, it pours for this program right now. As far as, you know, John being the guy, I, I have a lot of faith in his ability to make some sh- tough shots. He's done it in the past. I, I thought it was really admirable how hard he played last season, you know, playing all year with an injury. That's that's just crazy that he was able to do that. But now, you know, you're going to be likely very frequently the opposing team's, you know, number one target defensively. And that's that's different. You know, a lot of the times he was able to get an open shot because some of the pressure you know, gets taken off when the, the defense is focused on Isaiah and, and Roddy, especially. I'm not saying that he's not capable of being that guy. I think he's a very gifted scorer. I think he can get to the hoop, but, you know, we'll just have to see. It's a completely different role is, is really the only point I'm trying to make. I'm I'm certainly rooting for him to succeed. I think the fact that he stayed around this entire time, you know, being a six man is is really cool. And now he's going to get that opportunity to shine likely as a starter. As far as Tavy Jackson, you know, likely starting at point guard goes, man, uh, getting thrown into the fire. I've heard some really great things about him from people inside the program. Having, you know, seen some video of him, he feels very under-recruited to me. You know, had an offer from Wyoming and, and Siena, one other school, I believe. Potentially another huge steal for this staff, and they have a really nice track record when it comes to recruiting. He's hyper-athletic, uh, really lanky, long arms. Kind of reminds me of watching Bones Highland a little bit. Not a perfect comparison, but just, you know, very aggressive scorer, can get to the hoop, has has some range, plays really hard. I mean, he put up insane numbers in high school coming out of the Las Vegas prep circuit. averaged close to a triple-double a game. Very active rebounder. Had a bunch of blocks. So, I mean, it'll be a situation where there's moments where he looks, you know, inexperienced and is out of position, but he plays hard and and that's great. And he has a ton of talent. And so, I mean, you know, ultimately down the line, he's going to benefit from getting this experience early. It's just going to be a tough situation, a really challenging non-conference slate. And, you know, that's just a, a lot of pressure as a, as a first year player. Uh, It's also going to mean a lot more minutes for Baylor Hebb, the sophomore transfer from Loyola, another guy who I've heard a lot of good things about, but, you know, definitely going to be playing a, a bigger role than I would think he would have if Stevens was healthy. I just think where we're really gonna feel this injury is the situations where you desperately need a bucket. I mean, Isaiah is just such a talented facilitator. He can create for everybody on the floor. and I'm not saying these other guys can't, but Isaiah is one of the you know most proven in the country at doing so. And he also could create for himself, you know, anywhere on the floor. A lot of his threes you know, are, are ISO situations, which is really impressive because they're tough shots, but he can do the same thing in the mid-range. He can get to the hoop. I mean, that's that's a big loss. There's a lot of guys, I think, that can get buckets. Can they create for themselves as well as others You know, in the crunch time? That's kind of to be determined at this point. The Rams are definitely lacking depth in the front court as well, but I would say this is probably going to be the biggest challenge for Nico Medved and these assistants since you know, year one when they were first trying to flip the roster and establish this thing, I have faith in their abilities as a staff. I mean, their their track record speaks for itself at this point. But one thing that everybody's going to have to really just remember is that they signed up for an extremely challenging non conference slate. We're playing a way tougher non con schedule than than Wyoming is, and unfortunately, you know, unless you win your league, a lot of the time. How you fare in November is going to dictate whether you're going to be able to receive an at-large bid or not. The hope is that Isaiah can come back at some point, you know, potentially in in league play. But there is no timetable for his return, and I just I want to talk about that because there's not going to be. It's not like we can be like, all right, here's the date, here's where Isaiah will be back. We don't know, you know. Injuries to the foot are really wonky, and the healing process can be extremely frustrating. You know, you're hoping it's like six to eight weeks, could be more like 10. You know, if if they're not going to have a realistic shot at the postseason, you know, maybe he just doesn't come back at all. Or, you know, maybe he comes back, you know, late just to get a little bit of run. If he sat out all year, he could obviously redshirt and still have two to play. But I don't think he would do that at this point. You know, I'm sure he wants to start his pro career sooner. I came into this year assuming this would be his last year that he would not use his extra COVID year. Now at the injury, I think he's probably going to have to play again, you know, just to prove you know he's he's good to go and all that, and that sucks. It's just kind of the way this all works, but it's just bad luck. I mean, I still think it'll be a fun season. I, I trust this staff enough, and I think that they have enough talent that they won't be a disaster or anything like that. It's definitely going to be a a year of transition, unfortunately, when it. You know, back in like April, I probably would have been hoping for maybe the best CSU team ever if, if Roddy would have came back, Steven's healthy, Jennison healthy was, you know, strong, and some of these guys they added in the in the transfer portal. But I just want the fans to keep perspective of what this staff has done over the last five years. You know, I I, I hope everybody still shows out and supports the team. Ram fans, you know we often talk about loyalty when it comes to coaches and you know leaving for bigger jobs when things are going well. Loyalty is a two-way street. If you want coaches to invest in the community to build roots, like Sonny Lubick or a Tom Hilbert, you know you, you've got to still show that love when they're in a, a state of transition and you know trust them to fix it. Now, if you know you you start that way and then it's years and years and they just never get back to that point. Okay, well maybe you lose that trust, but As of right now, I mean, Medved and these coaches, they've done nothing but show they're phenomenal. So, you know, it it might be a little bit of a a frustrating year at times. You know, you're essentially going into a fight with one arm tied behind your back and, you know, I don't know, blindfold or something like that. I was going to say broken foot, but it felt untasteful after, given the situation. Anyways, the best programs in college basketball, when they have down years, they still get support. And I'm not saying, you know, like every game has to be a sellout. That would be awesome. But I just I understand sometimes it's hard to make it to Fort Collins, you know, from Denver on a Tuesday night. I mean, I feel that way even as a media member. Just I-25 is a nightmare, and in the winter it's a completely different ball game. But the people you love in your life, your friends, your family, you have that deep emotional connection because they're there for you when times are good, when times are bad. That's how you really you know, build loyalty, you know, with a coach and a community when you, you still show out, you know, when you don't turn on them at the first sign of trouble. That's not to say that you can't be critical, that you can't, you know, point out what needs to improve. That's all part of the game. I just mean, we all know how fickle fans can be and things can turn really bitter really fast. And we, you just got to keep perspective. That's really all I'm trying to say. That's the point of all of this today. Anyways, let's move on. Let's talk some football. Let's talk about Devin Phillips deciding to quit CSU football. Real quick, though, I want to talk about the homies at Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets, sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, 50-yard line, courtside maybe, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, maybe blink 182? It's possible with Game Time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. You're not going to find a better deal this season on Rams tickets than you will with GameTime. Last I checked, they had some homecoming tickets available for like 23 bucks. Go check it out. You know, the availability is great. Created by the fans, for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price on the market. If you love DNVR, you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in this podcast description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the GameTime app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. The most rewarding thing about DNVR is seeing the connections made through our listeners in this community. Green Mountain Dental is an OG partner of ours and a major Colorado sports fans. They've been a supporter of DNVR since the very beginning. We've had countless fans, our own staff even, convert to the Green Mountain Dental, and they've never looked back. Located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver in Lakewood, CSU alum Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry like regular cleanings, orthodontics, such as removing those pesky wisdom teeth and everything in between. Green Mountain Dental actually has a few offers for the DNVR fam. If you tell them that DNVR Sports sent you, you can get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment if you're a new patient. If you mention DNVR Sports, you can get a free set of bleach trays, a $350 value with a new patient cleaning, exams, and x-rays. Lastly, for all the hygienists out there, Green Mountain Dental is hiring. Full-time and part-time positions are available. They're willing to work with your schedule. As well as offering a great benefits package with healthcare and PTO. To make an appointment or find out more information, check out their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com today. All right, all right, all right. Let's transition over to talking about football. If you're a DNVR member, you saw Tuesday morning, uh, Wednesday morning, excuse me, that Devin Phillips quit the football team. Sounds like he didn't even talk to the coaches. Um, Entered the season as the number one defensive tackle on the depth chart. Actually went out to represent CSU at media days, you know, him and Ajaan Vivens. So usually, you know, those are players you expect to be major contributors, leaders of the team. But he got suspended for a violation of team rules on game one. Because of that, he's played in the last four games, but he's only played in four games this season. So he could keep his eligibility by sitting out the rest of the year, like we've seen quite a few veterans do at this point. I now I like a dozen guys that have left in season. He'll leave CSU with 34 solo tackles in his career, 101 total, 13 tackles for loss, and seven sacks over uh, the last five years. He was a guy who is very productive at times, also could kind of disappear for long stretches. Ultimately, I feel like Devin Phillips has plenty of talent, but never quite lived up to his, his potential for a variety of reasons. But I mean, getting suspended week 1, I talked about it before the Michigan game. That's just the the writing was on the wall there about kind of where he was at with this staff and I mean, we've heard it consistently for the last 6 weeks now from players that are still on the team and from coaches that you know, a lot of these veterans just lacked commitment and I think the fact that You know, when you're a fifth-year senior and you're getting suspended for a violation of team rules before a game at the big house, that's just a a bad sign and kind of indicative of, you know, kind of what your commitment level is at the moment. Phillips leaving certainly hurts the depth, and you've now lost in two years between him and Ellison Hubbard a, a couple of talented defensive tackles, and those are hard to find. But... It's going to mean more opportunities for Cam Baratow and Grady Kelly, both of which have been playing really, really solid football. Uh, James Mitchell as well. He's going to get a lot more opportunities. A guy that I'm very excited to see on a on a larger scale. But it also wouldn't surprise me if we see some situations where maybe you have uh, multiple guys that could play defensive end, or you know, potentially slide him inside a little bit. You know, mix it up. Instead of having you know two of those big guys on the field at one point, just to keep everybody fresh, you know maybe you have some situations where you have you know Baratow and Mukendi Wakalengi or something playing in the interior, and then you still got CJ Anyachi and Mo Kamara on the edge, or I don't know, you, you might have to get a little bit creative just given the the lack of depth that you have, but the guys that you do have have all been playing pretty good football, and that's encouraging. I mean Devin hardly played against Nevada; it was. You know Mitchell and and Baratow and some of the other guys got to to get in as well. Grady Kelly, obviously, he had a great game. So I mean, they they played really well against the Wolfpack. Ultimately, like many of these veterans, you know, you wish him well. You appreciate what he did for this program during the the time that he was here. But you know, it's the focus is on the future. I mean, all, all these guys that are leaving, they they wouldn't have been on the team next year. That's just the reality of the situation with almost all of these guys. It's just been a unique situation. I mean, not very many schools have had three staffs in five years. That combined with the transfer rules recently changing and the fact that essentially everything, you know, switching up at CSU, it it's not very surprising. I had a, a question on Twitter about, you know, is, is this way more transfers than usual? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is, especially in season, but... You have to consider the context of the of the situation with CSU and the fact that you're combining multiple rosters with like all these Nevada guys coming over, a bunch of CSU guys who have had, you know, three head coaches, so many coordinators and just an infinite amount of position coaches. It's it's truly one of the more unique scenarios in, in all of college football. There just aren't really a lot of comparable situations. And the the last thing I'll say is I just kind of go back to what Henry Blackburn said which is just that they don't want people that are one foot in one foot out you know they they need people that are fully committed to turning this thing around and while individuals have their own reasons for leaving you know you don't hold it against them or anything like that you know you're not going to cry over guys that don't want to be here either i mean that's just kind of how you got to view it i think you know just it is what it is it's probably best for both sides in the long run if guys don't want to be here you probably don't want them here I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but CSU Women's Basketball was tabbed third in the preseason poll. UNLV received 26 of the 28 possible first-place votes. They're tabbed first. New Mexico, just behind them, they received a pair of first-place votes. CSU did not receive any first-place votes, but they received the most points out of everybody else. Came in just ahead of Wyoming, who was picked fourth. San Diego State, tabbed fifth. Nevada, sixth. Boise State, seventh. Air Force, eighth. Fresno State, ninth. San Jose State 10th, and Utah State 11th. McKenna Hofschild was CSU's lone representative on the preseason first-team all-conference team. She led CSU with 16.9 points per game last year, which was second in the Mountain West. She led the league and was fifth in the country at 6.5 assists per game, and she set CSU single-game records and single-season records for uh, both of those categories. So really, really impressive CSU also returns Kendall Kinzer. She started every game last year. Uh, Petra Farkas, Sidney Mech are both back. And as I said earlier, the Rams added a bunch of talent via the transfer portal. Kaya DeRoe comes over from Missouri. And CSU also added uh, Josanna Vaz. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. 21.5 points per game. Former uh, Juco All-American at Casper College. Coming off of a 21-12 and 12 season, I'm pretty interested to see how this Rams team responds. They have an exhibition against Colorado Christian on November 1st, and their opener is a huge game against BYU on the 8th. They've also got a true road game at Mississippi State, a, a neutral site game against Auburn in and, and Vegas, so some big opportunities for this squad. Should be a really fun year. All right, that's all I have for today. We'll preview the, the Utah State game on the podcast tomorrow, talk about a big opportunity for Giles Pooler, Fort Collins' kid, going to get the start. Uh, excited for him, good guy. has Stuck around through a lot as well. That was a nice football, too, so I think he could do some things. Um, looking forward to diving into that, previewing the matchup, talking about Utah State's strengths and weaknesses, some of the key players, some keys for success for CSU, all that typical stuff. But uh, thank you for continuing to support the content. Shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast. And shout out to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code DNVR when you sign up. All right, that's all I've got. Much love. Peace.